Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. Well, it's fall time down around Slaughter Creek Dirt Road. I bet the crawfish back in a bait throat in the hole. I got my six strings from this song on my heart. It ain't about a thing. I got it to start. And it feels so good being here with you. Just burning firewood. Telling jokes with life from old folks who've been coached with barbecue. Well, it's fall time down. There's a junkyard there somewhere in that kudzu. I know it's hard to see. Underneath a 442 Cutlass Oldsmobile I used to dream to run I'm dreaming still These days just for fun And it feels so good Being here with you Just burning firewood Reminiscing, missing old time Wishing we still caught a move This song on my heart, it ain't about a thing. By God, it's a start. Hello, one and all. Glad to have you joining us for Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. Tonight, we continue on in our 22nd season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 837. Give 837 a hand. Tonight's guest comes from a town called Ellaville, Georgia, just about an hour north of Dawson, Georgia, where Otis Redding was born, and an hour south of Macon, Georgia, a city that birthed music icon Little Richard. A couple more hours up the road from Macon is a town called Tacoa, where the lead singer of a band called The Famous Flames was starting his career. That guy, whose name was James Brown, showed up in Macon in 1955 and established himself there as the godfather of soul. Out of this great city in Georgia also emerged the legendary Capricorn Studio and record label, which drew artists from Elvin Bishop to Marshall Tucker and Delbert McClinton. The arrival then of the Almond Brothers to Capricorn set in motion what many would call the Southern Rock Movement. Why all this talk Wild this history, you might be asking. Well, our guest tonight takes lots of pride in this history and his own history in this region. This rich tapestry of sound created by all these different artists impacted Brent Cobb as he grew into creating music of his own. Brent has arrived at a place he likes to call Southern Eclectic, 
a term he feels best defines the set of story songs on Southern Star. That's Brent's newest album, which I love start to finish. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, Brent Cobb. Under the southern stars, I heal all of my scars. As cicadas sing, ain't it the sweetest dream? Winding kudzu binds untangled of my mind. Happy love, it is my own sweet home. I've been drifted down most highways. I've been lost at sea. There's one thing this world can never take from me No matter how far I go No matter how deep the dark I know I can always count on the southern stars Somebody told me so I didn't know I've been adrift to down most highways and I've been lost at sea But there's one thing this world could never take from me No matter how far I go No matter how deep and dark I know I can always count on the southern stars WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex. Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. 
Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Already as a middle school kid, Brent Cobb was developing his taste for something more than the musical macaroni and cheese culture delivers to teens. On Brent's plate was Bob Seger and Hank Williams, the Rolling Stones and Towns Van Zandt, Bob Dylan and Otis Redding. When his dad handed him a guitar at age 13, it wasn't long before he was playing and singing for family and friends, eventually joining local cover bands and writing songs of his own. After stints in L.A. and Nashville, Brent eventually returned to his Georgia home to reconnect with both his musical and spiritual roots. To record his latest album, Southern Star, Brent drew exclusively upon Georgia musicians and also a local, albeit universally known, Macon, Georgia studio, none other than Capricorn, which only three years ago reopened its doors following nearly three decades of vacancy. His songs are colorful and meaningful. He delivers them with the heart and soul of somebody whose feet are planted firmly in the complex and beautiful South and all that we love about it. Brent Cobb's with us, and he's joined on vocals and guitar by Matt McDaniel. Welcome, Brent Cobb, to Red Barn Radio. Another morning sun ain't got a whole lot, but I'm getting it done. I stare out, it's cold world south, but don't nobody know what they're talking about. This soul sings on the slow lane, and my the only one who knows I'm living the dream. It ain't as hard as it seems. There's no phone line, so I make conversation with the warm sunshine. I'm dim lit. Picking on a brand new tune with the same old lick And it's blues, pinks, a half-full drink The house and the kitchen sink I'm living the dream It ain't as hard as it seems It kind of feels like this whole thing's a smoke screen It don't owe me a doggone thing No, I'm living the dream When the lights glare, I might stare Sitting through the pictures of a nightmare Freeze, frame, see, page Five, four tickets to a trip that brain Hey, third eye, the covert spot I figured out what now I, I'm living the dream It ain't as hard as it seems It kind of feels like this whole thing's a smoke screen Don't know me a dog now I'm living a dream We're good people We assume good Whatever gonna happen Gonna be what it should Bad people We assume bad Whatever gonna happen Ain't forever gonna last Maybe good people And bad people Are all just mother-loving people People Hold tight, don't fight We can all get with it on a Saturday night Like what you say, you wanna come play We can do it like we did way back in the day Just living the dream 
It kind of feels like this whole thing's a smoke screen. It don't owe me a doggone. If you're just joining us, we're here on Red Barn Radio tonight with Brent Cobb. This Grammy-nominated artist is widely considered one of the preeminent songwriters of the Americana and traditional country revival. Beyond his own music, he's written and co-wrote with commercial artists, including Luke Bryant, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Luke Combs, and Little Big Town. Cobb attributes his writing success to his ability to lean into an emotion. When a melody comes to his mind, he says he tries to decipher where it came from and what he was feeling when he created it, and thus the process. You know, what struck me repeatedly as I you know, thought about what you do, Brent, is your family fixing, you know, the way that family figures so large into what it is that you do, and particularly your dad. Absolutely. I was kind of wondering all along as I read about, you know, your dad giving you the guitar, your dad writing a song with you. I was wondering if there were folks before him who impacted him musically in your family. We come from a long line of players, not only on the Cobb side, but my mother's side as well. Um, Music was just always considered as much of a trade as going to school for heating and air or, you know, mechanics in my household. It was never shunned and uh, or looked down upon. Early on, you know, my dad had an opportunity in 1992. Doug Stone, who was a, you know, a Georgia native as well, took an interest in, in my dad. There used to be a place called the Silver Moon <coughs> in Buena Vista, Georgia. Mm. My dad and his and my uncle's band, Slaughter Creek Band, was the name of it. They used to open all the shows, like Chubby Checker and George Jones oh, and uh, Dottie West, and <clears throat> Stone was one of them. He flew my dad to Nashville in 92 and took him around to Giant Records and Bobby Roberts' oh, agency wow. back then. And we lived in a single-wide trailer. I remember my dad coming back from Nashville on that trip, and I could I could hear he and my mom talking about whether he should go on and and try to tour for a living and and really pursue it or should it be gone that much or was he going to stick around the house and keep it regional and he decided to keep it regional so he could be around I was seven or so and my sister was three I always knew that it was something that that I could pursue I didn't quite know how to pursue it but um but yeah my dad had a lot to do with it my dad my mom and everybody oh yeah I believe in heaven I thank the good Lord knows but the red do it long tail keeps tugging at my soul. I'll roll it if you got it. I'll drink an ice cold beer. I'm a sucker for a good time. Guess the reason I'm still here is I got some drinking, smoking, cheating left to do. I've been running with the long track. I'm neck deep. If only the good die young Heaven ain't ready and the devil ain't done I got a one foot in the graveyard One on an old bar's too I got a pocket full of Benjamins Hey, I'm looking to act a fool And I got some drinking, smoking Cheating left to do I've been running with the wrong track I'm neck deep in the blues I reckon I just live forever If only the good die young Heaven ain't ready 
devil ain't family you know dave cobb is a now world-renowned producer but he is my cousin we didn't know each other growing up we met at a church his grandmother was a pentecostal preacher and his other uh-huh. grandmother was pentecostal as well she had passed away my great aunt christine i was about 17 and i had to be a pallbearer in her funeral word got around this funeral that our distant cousin was going to be there and that he was a big time la record producer and so after the funeral, after the service, I was 17 and arrogant and, and shameless, apparently. And, I, and I, I asked, we're all standing around, and I said, hey, uh, here, you're a record producer, you know. What have you produced? And Dave, humbly, you know, he, he said it. He was pretty humble about it. But, but now knowing him, he wasn't really. He was just good at pretending, you know. But he said, uh, <laughs> he said I did this, I've done that, and um, I just did the Shooter Jennings Put the Old Back in Country album. Man, when he said that album, it kind of blew my mind. It was all me and my, my buddies were listening to, and my grandmother gave him a little acoustic six-song demo of songs I had been writing. He reluctantly listened to it. His wife talked him into listening to that album on the way to the airport in Atlanta, and he called me a couple of days later. I'd just gotten off work. I was working for a tree service crew. It's the house phone rings. I was living with my folks at the time, and it was Dave, and he said, hey, this your cousin. We met at Grandma's funeral. I listened to your demo, and I got Shooter sitting here with me, and we want to fly you to L.A. and record a record. And that's really where it all started. So it was, again, it's just always been in my family. It's the only thing I'm good at. I'm a, I'm a pretty good daddy. I'm a decent husband, but I can write the hell out of a song. Yeah. <laughs> so I've made a career out of it. Wow. I was there when Shooter Jennings wound a sound like a cassette. I watched Jamie Johnson cut you can't cash my checks. Back then, ride a Jason Coat, the running shine, sunset divine. Picking songs with Leroy Powell, making redneckisms rhyme. I guess now everyone knows Cousin Dave, he's been around a while. Proving simple truths and music, they just don't go out of style. Hard to tell that when you're in it Sometimes a moment's too profound 
But if I had to bet my money, that's when country came back to town. Right after that, I moved to Nashville, the most Broadway star. Wanted to be Cody Campbell, Ryan Bingham, or Hayes Carl. They seemed too cautious to commit. So they surrendered to the game But nobody sang like Brandy Carlisle Or wrote like Nicky Lane But you couldn't deny it was lost Or how it would be found But when Sturgill climbed High top mountain country Came back to town Beyond the pickups and the back roads, you could almost hear it play. Though it was softer than a whisper through the pine. Some said never lived. Some say that it got saved. Some say like everything, it changes over time. Well, all I know for certain is I'm glad I was around. When country came back to town, oh, when country came back to town, as the divide grew even greater between commerce and art, folks like Miranda Lambert kept a beat inside his heart, right along with Chris and Morgan. In case he must graves to what took the world so long to catch on for us was nothing new. But by the time the torch was passed and the hatchet was laid down, music and roll had nearly burned the ash when country came back to town. Beyond the pickups and the back roads, you could almost hear it play. Though it was softer than a whisper through the pines. Some said never lived. Some say that it got saved. Some say like everything, it changes over time. Well, all I know for certain is I'm glad I was around. When country came back to town, oh, when country came back to town. With a list a mile long Names like Childers, Jinx, Price, and Whitey Hood, Shook, Cook, Cawthon, and Cone Lord knows it's hard to name them all Hell, right off the top of my head 
his belly did patting on pack, turn pack culture and crack it. And I won't be stopping, no name dropping, till history books echo the sound of all the folks who saddled up and drove country back to town. Back to town. So you did that original album, mm-hmm. and that original album actually sort of was one that sort of kicked off your new life. That album, yeah, it came out in 2006. I started going back and forth for about a year and a half to LA. That's when I met my buddy Rowdy. Again, I was reluctant to sort of make that move, but I knew I had to. In the meantime, I would go back home and uh, play in the Mile Marker 5 cover band. We opened a show for another fellow Georgian, Luke Bryan. Where was Luke at in his career at this point? Uh, This was right just before his first single, that All My Friends Say song came out. He had wrote all of that Billy Carrington song, Good Directions and Turnip Greens. You know, he was on the web. He had a big following in Georgia, but he wasn't a, you know, superstar yet. So, yeah, we opened a sold-out show at Dingus McGee's in America's Georgia. Worst load-in <laughs> ever. The year was probably 2006 is right when that album had come out. And my best friend, who was playing bass at the time, again, I, I could never give my own music to people. I, don't know, I could brag, but I couldn't actually give them the CD. I was, I was too like, I don't know. I guess maybe because then if, if they didn't like it, it wasn't my fault because I didn't want to give it to them anyway kind uh-huh. of thing, you know. And... uh but really, I was just scared. So Sean gave it to him, and then he invited me to Nashville. He tried to get me to move there, but I, I had to move to L.A. first because that's where the first interest came from. So I moved to L.A. Okay. for only four months. There was an earthquake. It rained one time, and a dude tried to carjack me in oh, four months. On. And so my now wife, you met Lane earlier. I did. We were just dating at that time, and uh, she <clears> was in <throat> pharmacy school, and she had flown out to uh, hang out, you know, and visit for a few, and she was there for about a week, and I didn't have a car out there, but my roommate had a 96 Mustang that was uh, a real piece of work, and the air conditioner didn't work, and when she got ready to go back to LAX, I dropped her off. It was like 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. She was worried about figuring out her terminal and stuff in, in, in such a big airport like LAX, and so I dropped her off, and I was on the ride back to Coanga to take Coanga back into Hollywood. I lived off Willoughby and Vine. On the way in, I passed Coanga, and I said, I was, I was saying a prayer. I was like, Lord, let Lane figure out where she needs to go. And, and I passed Coanga, and I said, darn, Lord, let me figure out where I need to be. And I turned the, that old car around, and I'm waiting on traffic to come through, and there's a fellow walking up the sidewalk, and uh, he says, uh, hey, man, are you from around here? And I think he's going to ask me directions. And so my South Georgia country self says, yeah. And, of course, remember, the windows are already rolled down because the A.C. don't work. And he gets a little closer. He says, do you know where you are right now? And I said, yeah. And he says, well, check this out. I got my gun on me this morning, and you're going to get out the car and give me all your oh. money. And, I, man, I kind of froze up. I had never dealt with that before. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to hit the gas, but I was scared if I did it the car was going to choke out and I was going to get stuck there. (laughs) So I just sat there for a second and he said, try to drive off and see what happens. And I hit the gas. I hit it. And then I hit a red light. 
And so I just sat there with my head down. I was like, well, that's it. And, uh, but he didn't do anything. He kept walking. And uh, I parked the car that day on the street, and it wouldn't crank again. And for the rest of the time, I lived there for only maybe another month. Never crank again. That was my sign from the Lord that I needed to go back maybe to Georgia and possibly try Nashville. Well, look at old Barefoot shuffling across the outdoor dance floor like he ain't got no sin. His new girlfriend found her a pretty good fella, I guess. She's into redneck. Oh, my, no lie. Y'all better hold on tight. We got a lot of ice cold, cheap beer flowing around here. Lord, wish we had all night. But the morning's gonna come, and it won't be no fun. For anyone Watch out for miss coming up to you Leaning up on you Gonna take you home tonight She got herself a six foot five Mack truck driver Coming in hot He loves to fight Oh my, no lie She put it on you in a minute We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. Already drunk, the moonlight's gonna burn out, and the morning's gonna come, and it won't be no fun for anyone. Well, the morning's gonna come, and it won't be no fun for anyone. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. Miss Sadu was a sad, sad girl. You see, sweet mama died It was the end of her world And for days and days she cried Many moons and many years ago Soon then left her side Last thing she remembered Smiling in his flannel shirt I see you in the cottonless hat And the rain in Sylvester Falls harder than anywhere Like the devil's got his fist on your house and the dirt roads and tobacco fields look the same for all these years. Like God forgot to finish this town. 
Floyd painted from the morning till night, taking his breaks for cold beer. He was known as the great white knight, sitting in his rocking chair. Norman waved his magic wand For all the kids in the trailer park And the doves sang the prettiest songs With the whiskey and the coffee the church on Sunday morning Everybody's got a way to get on And the rain in Sylvester Falls harder than anywhere Like the devil's got his fist on your house And the dirt roads and tobacco fields Have looked the same for all these years Like God forgot to finish this town Oh, I think God forgot to finish this town Everybody here is glad uh, to be in the house here for this intimate set. There's nothing quite like this show, is there? You know, I'm glad to be here. I don't think there is. No, there isn't. I'm proud and uh, intimidated. You know, I like that. That's like that's where I like to live. (laughs) (laughs) The many topics I did want to touch upon tonight, but you know, Rosalind Carter is one of them. I'm glad you brought her up. Not only the country lost an amazing person. Not only did the South lose a person who sort of epitomized something really important about the spirit of the South. I always say I was born in America's Georgia. I grew up in Ellaville. I was raised in Richland, and that's all 10 minutes from Plains, Georgia, which is, of course, Jimmy Carter uh, country. I, I went in their house when I was just a kid. I didn't know whose house it was. I didn't really quite understand, but he would work on their appliances because my dad was also is an appliance repairman by day and a musician oh, by all night. Right. Yeah, I grew up real close. We went to Jimmy Carter's boyhood home and school and all that for field trips growing up. My daughter actually just did that a couple weeks ago. I don't know if maybe I just grew up in a really cool bubble, but there was a, a gracious spirit about Miss Rosalind in that whole area, you know, and Plains specifically. My dad's band would play Plains Country Days is what it was called back then, and uh, the street dance. I remember 
one of those shows. We'd be running around planes. I always wanted to grow up there because I was in the Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, and it reminded me of their little town. You know, planes reminded me of that as a kid. My sister was going to be born. One of those shows that my dad was playing in planes, I can remember it. My mom told my dad to finish the show, and they'd make it to the hospital afterwards. Jimmy and Miss Rosalind's niece, Miss Fuller, taught me English in high school and was very supportive of me also writing music, and I was a terrible student. We had all year, our senior year, to do a senior project on what we would be when we grew up, and I and it counted for like, you know, it was one of them 70% of your entire grade things, and I just procrastinate. You know, I can't help it. That's what I do. I procrastinate, and then I forget, and then I remember, and the cycle continues, and that's what I did all senior year, and finally that last week, I shouldn't probably tell this story, kids. You shouldn't listen to this part. You should do your homework. You had to have a career title. I said I was going to be a coffee shop rocker. I get what I really meant, I think, was a songwriter. And you had to have all these interviews made up <laughs> with people, professionals, that were already doing what you wanted your career to be. And I made all that stuff up. You had to have a product by the end of it. <laughs> and my product was a song. Miss Fuller, if you're watching, what you didn't realize, though, is the song that was my product I had written when I was 12 years old with Dylan Lee. It was called Time Rolls On. And so when I performed that for Miss Rosalind and Mr. Jimmy's niece, Miss Fuller, my English teacher in my senior year, uh, they asked if maybe I would want to perform it at our graduation. And so I did. And if you know, it wasn't for that moment, even though I kind of snuck my way in there, she encouraged me, though, to, you know, she knew that I was good at something. And, she didn't care. She, she probably knew I was being sneaky. I was told not long ago that I can't talk the way I do. Singers shouldn't share the current affairs or worldly views. Saying something off the wall just might be in folks out of shape. Hardworking people spend the paycheck to show up and escape. So put a plug in what you think. Man, shut up and sing. So I pulled out my guitar and I gave it a strum. And then I thought about the way I'd lay it out there if one long song was all I had to make. I'll make hair sense to put some heart back on the forefront. Collective consciousness can't be dead as my six strings. I wondered, what would I shut up and sing? And then it hit me. Shut up and sing, Lord, have mercy on all us earthly fools. That poison in our rhetoric and bullets in our school. So I'll sing what the hell is going on around here. Let's take these blinders off our eyes. Pull the cotton from my ears till somebody says something that means something. I'll shut up and sing. Sometimes saying nothing says it all and there's some more. Conjecture causes bull and fuels unnecessary wars. Poets know hiding the truth somewhere between the lines somehow makes it seem worth more to those looking to find some answers to the troubles this life brings. So just shut up and sing. 
You should have been saying, Lord, forgive us for we know not what we do. They're shouting from the mountains down the south border towns too. Should have been saying, what the hell is going on around here? Let's take these blinders off our eyes. Pull the cotton from our ears till somebody says something that means something. Reckon I should have been saying. Folks had never been on one side of the world, round and round and back again. Universe of unity ain't realistic, no, all, but who said we can't hunt? For the hell of it all, you never know how true a melody might reign till you should have been sane. out here it sometimes seems so mysterious does Miranda Lambert get together with her people and say I want all of you to get out of here and go find me a ballot and don't come back until you have the perfect one do their producers do it you know who who does it I mean I don't know if I should say names but I will say this yeah they have what are called pitch sheets that uh I remember the first time I saw one it feels wrong you know but but the producers or the A&R agent or the managers or whoever there okay. will be a list of artists who are cutting songs. <clears throat> they send that out at the top of whatever the, the record cycle is of whatever artist is cutting, and it'll have the artist's name, it'll have the label, and it'll have stuff like looking for songs like Paint Me a Birmingham, you know, or like it'll have notes that'll be like looking for songs that, are, that don't mention beer and tailgates and this and that. Just real specific stuff that's just like just sucks all the soul out of anything, you know. You just feel, for me anyway, but I, I always have written for myself. And, but, yeah, that's how it works. And then, you you know, but for some people like Miranda, I can tell you firsthand she is a songwriter, and she loves the craft of songs, and she loves great songs, and she's an encyclopedia of them, and, you know, she she tries to chase the muse. Yeah. But there's a bunch of folks like that as well, you know. Is it important that you get out there that a songwriter is out there performing? I think it depends on the songwriter you are. I think that no one path leads to the same place. It doesn't really matter what I say because the way my path went is the only path that would go that way. 
if you feel like you should perform, you should go perform. If yeah. performing, if you want to be, I always say I'm a songwriter, singer. I'm not a singer, songwriter. Songwriter first, always. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so for me, I had to perform, and I perform out of necessity because I I can't get a hit on the radio. If I got a couple of hits, I might not be performing. But I also enjoy making albums. I don't necessarily like touring, but that's me. You know, it's really you know what you're supposed to do. If you're listening out there, you know whatever that is. And I can't tell you what it isn't or what it is. I've had people ask too many times in the past, man, why do you do the work that you do? Don't you ever worry the means won't lead to an end and you'll be stuck, broke, lonesome, and blue. Now, I ain't the kind of going mess up folk minds. I don't intend to be offended too easily. I stand, I grit, and I grin. I tell them, here's the truth, friend. I only do the sort of work that pleases me. Let me lay it on you like this. There ain't a road too long. All I got is my good name and my family waiting back home. So I keep driving, stay in my lane. There ain't a load too heavy to haul, keep me gone. There ain't a road too long. Time is tough going on. Takes all I got to not just get it a rest. But it ain't as hard as it seems. Keeping a grip on a dream. I mean, a normal, lonely bliss. With the support of a wife, I thank God for my life and all my lucky stars above. I try to focus on the moment and mostly good emotions like happy and gratitude and love. So listen to me. There ain't a road too long. All I got is my good name and my family waiting back home. So I keep driving, staying in my lane. There ain't a road too heavy to haul, keep me gone. There ain't a road.
I stopped touring and just focused on being a writer because I didn't want to be gone. And so for those two years, I did that. And then I had the opportunity, me and Dave had the opportunity to work together again. After 10 years, he asked me to be a part of the Southern Family album that he did in 2015. It was a compilation album. He asked uh-huh. if I would write, try to write a song for it. I wrote one for myself, and then me and Miranda got together, and we co-wrote a song, first song we ever wrote together. And so that was the first time Dave and I had gotten back in the studio for the most part, as as far as him recording me, not me writing with somebody that he's recording. Yeah. And it felt like home so much so that we made Shine on Rainy Day, which became nominated for a Grammy. I negotiated my own record deal with Elektra and Dave's imprint, Low Country Sound at the time. We put out Shine on Rainy Day. Uh, they put out Providence Canyon. And we spent a couple of years, you know, doing pretty cool stuff. I was opening for Chris Stapleton for two or three years, and and that was right when he finally everybody was like, "Oh wow, Chris Stapleton's really good." That's yeah, between and 2015 and 2020, right, somewhere exactly. in there. Yeah. yeah, it was right then. At the end of that little run, those three years. So the year now is 2018. The label head of Electra at the time calls me up. I'm in the writing room one day, and he says, "Man, Brent." My heart tells me I should keep you forever, but my accountant says we should probably let you go because <laughs> uh, you're not selling anything. But what do you want to do? If you want to stay, I'll keep you. But if you, if you want to go, you're free, which is unheard of. The guy was really... Yeah, that seems pretty, pretty gracious. He was really cool to give me freedom like that. A lot of people will try to rope you into these sunset clauses and you're stuck. You can't record new music and all these things. And I chose to go. And when I chose to go... Again, I, this is sort of how my career goes. I'll I'll hit a stride, and then things will just kind of we'll get we'll get to the end, and you know it's kind of like a cartoon when they run off the side of a cliff and they're still running a little bit, <laughs> and then they fall, you know. know but then all of a sudden they catch a tree limb. That's me in my career. So I didn't know what to do for a second, and 2019 was approaching, and so me and my old manager talked about, well, what if we just start our own label, and we had been noticing the numbers of this song called Black Creek that was on that No Place Left to Leave album from 2006. And it was getting like a million monthly ads on Pandora. And so we decided we would hit up that old label, that indie label in L.A., and ask if we could buy those masters back because they took advantage of my young self. And uh, I remember getting that record contract when I was 20. I was, I was, eight, I was 18 and uh, 19, 20, somewhere around there. And I spent a day with it. Me and Rowdy just sat outside one afternoon, and I went back. I was like, sure, it looks good. <clears throat> they were real nice enough, sold us those masters back for a good price, and that's what we started Old Buddy Records with. We re-released that first album. Huh. And then that album has paid for every album I've made since. Well, I ought to be working in a coal mine Neck deep in black lungs, Swinging a pick at that man's side Halfway to China I think I would fit right in Where the sun don't shine She bet awful long Yeah, I ought to be working in a coal man Lord knows I'm good at digging holes Well, I ought to be drilling for that black Texas tea I can 
killing all of my own selling my misfortune to a family cause when I hit rock bottom the deeper down I go oh I ought to be pinning for that black gold Lord knows I'm good at digging holes well I ought to be working for the railroad sweat pouring off my back my hauling away a heavy load it's a far cry from heaven down a cold steel track and I can't take her with me she fell off Yeah, I ought to be working for the railroad. Lord knows I'm good at leaving town. Now when it comes to love, I ain't got a clue what this heart of mine is supposed to do. It tears me up inside what I put her through. Still, she won't let go. If I had a shovel, I'd bury this heart six feet down. And my last words would be, I never meant to hurt you. I bet off a ghost. Oh, I ought to make my living in a graveyard. Lord knows I'm good at digging holes. Oh, I ought to make my living in a graveyard. Lord knows I'm good at digging holes. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at WookOutAmerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are many people to thank for our program. First, Brent Cobb and Matt McDaniel. And we want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Now, before we close out this evening and be on our way. I wonder if we might bring back Brent and Matt to do one more tune. All right. 
If you ever grow up, there's one thing you'll find. Most people that you meet are just about out their mind. Try to tell you how to live, try to tell you how to die. They tell you don't get too low, but don't get too high. The best thing you can do is don't listen too close and walk on to your own beat. Keep them on the toes. Keep them on the toes. Your business out of sight. Make them look left if you're gonna hang a right. If the pot's hot, don't let them see your hand. Make them gotta know and they wouldn't understand. The best thing you can do when the ignorance shows is walk on to your own beat and keep them on the toes. If you never grow up, you ought to stay that way. Cause you can't learn what you ain't gotta change. Just listen to your heart, listen to the rain, listen to whatever it is that keeps you sane. Now I don't have to tell it. You already know. Walk on to your own beat and keep them on the toes. Keep them on the toes. Your business out of sight. Make them look left if you're gonna hang a right. If the pipe's hot, don't let them see your hand. Make them gotta know that they wouldn't understand. The best thing you can do when the ignorance shows. Just walk on to your own beat and keep them on the toes. I don't have to tell it, cause y'all already know. Walk on to your own beat and keep them on their toes. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world.